0: So it's just hit me, I'm standing in my living room, removing the imprints of my family from my home. And it's just hit me, what we're doing, what we're clearing space to create, what we're, where we're currently at within our experience. It's week five of clearing, decluttering, downsizing <sighs> our home, our everything, our, our home where we've raised our family for the last four years, we made a choice that we were going to sell. That after a few years of incredibly hard financial um, suffering, we made the choice that we were going to sell our home and be mortgage free with no idea what we were going to do afterwards. We still have no idea what we're going to do afterwards. However, the intention, the goal, the aspiration is to clear enough within the profit of the sale to purchase a motorhome and to. Take our family travelling and create an experience of once in a lifetime that our children have their childhoods to experience. But up until this stage within the clearing of our house, it has been clearing of rubbish clearing of the physical that has manifested from the emotional and the spiritual healing that we have been on and through in the last few years that in the overwhelm of that emotional destruction and the overwhelm of all of what was and grieving and identity that wasn't mine and all of that the priorities changed the values shifted and the physical no longer became a priority. The The possessions didn't hold the same value that they once did. The, the floor space just became too hard. Housework became triggering because it was the quickest and surest way to trigger me down into ego and childhood wounding of that I'm alone, I'm not supported, and I'm not appreciated and acknowledged for what I contribute. And so to close in the spaces unconsciously, what I did was to close in the space of that emotional disconnect to create emotional availability, I closed in the physical spaces within my home. I allowed my dirty laundry to be aired on the floor so that I could visually see it. I could have a representation of that I am here in the physical. My control freak took over the dishes and instead of washing the dishes and doing it, she resented the fact that she had to do it. And so the quickest way to regain control when you're triggered into wounding, when you're triggered into that control freak who I see is my Xena warrior princess. The quickest way to regain control is at any means batshit crazy possible. So you don't have to wash dishes if you stop washing the dishes. If there are no clean dishes to be used, then there are no dirty dishes to be washed. It takes away the problem of that... I have to keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Whereas if they're just left sitting there dirty, well, that means that each person has a responsibility to clean a dish that they want to use one at a time. And it takes away the overwhelm and the, and the overpiling of constantly feeling like you're in Groundhog Day and feeling spiraling, trickling around the wounding and so the last five weeks has been picking up the rubbish and the waste that has decayed and deteriorated within my physical environment. Confronting the emotional unpacking, confronting the shame, the silence, the isolation, the neglect the decay of that this was a life that was never ours, that this was where we were programmed to be. This is the life we created because we thought we should create it. This was the fulfillment of our parents' expectations upon who it is that we should be. That nuclear family that has 1.2 kids, or 2.4 kids with a white picket fence, a home, a marriage, a baby, an education, a good job, that you sacrifice your 30s and 40s and into your 50s so that your children can have a better way of life. That you sacrifice and you miss out on being in the very moment of now. You miss out on their childhood that you can never get back. And you sacrifice that so that they can have a better way, way. They can have a better existence than you did. But we're now in a generation where our emotional needs were unmet. We are in a society where capitalism... And our consuming of materialistic things has become our badge of honour. It has become our sense of who we are. It has become our entitlement of worth. But yet, why? Because we're masking the emotional and spiritual disconnection that we all held within our childhoods. We're masking our disconnection from our roots, from our land. And so my question was, why do I need to do it the same way? When I want to be at home as a mother to my children, I've worked full time, I've studied, I sacrificed my daughter's childhood. Why do I want to do that a second time round with my son? Why am I expected to go back to work six weeks after I've had my baby because of financial pressure? Because I was the breadwinner and the higher income earner? Why was that conversation never stopped? From the moment I announced I was pregnant while working. Why was the question never stopped? Of, oh, so when will you be returning to work? Why was the question not so, are you looking forward to being at home as a mother? Do you have the supports in place to help you? Why? I don't even know what the the appropriate question is because it was never asked. It was always an assumption and it was always the conversation was that I was going back to work straight away. And so as I walk around my home and I look at how much space I have cleared within it, I remember how cluttered the space was before it. To not see how misaligned... Our life had come. That we were fulfilling expectations that weren't ours. He stopped planning. We've achieved everything we wanted to. We bought the house. We bought the house. We bought the car. We bought the dog. We had the two kids. We had the two kids because we wanted to. Because that awoken our hearts and made us find our souls. And that's where our values change because we stopped caring about the physical environment. What we started caring about was the nurturing of these two souls. We started caring about the nurturing of ensuring that they remain connected to their sense of self throughout their childhood and have their emotional needs met. Because imagine, imagine the generation that if we do the work now, and we change the voices of now, imagine the voices of the future. Imagine the voices of our daughters, and our granddaughters, and our great-granddaughters. By healing now, and breaking the cycle of dysfunction, where emotions are projected and offloaded, and we place our regrets onto our children to fulfill what we never did. Imagine if we stopped doing that and took responsibility, walked into our experience with ownership and shared it with vulnerability. We remove the mask and speak to our emotions with vulnerability. Perhaps we might just have a generation that, raise, that is raised and grows up not believing that it, wasn't, that it was their fault. Actually believing that they can be anything that they want to be. Without these wounds of I'm not good enough, it's my fault, I'm to blame. And needing to care for their parents in a parental role. Imagine if our children weren't afraid to speak up and they express their emotions rather than repressing them. That takes conscious parenting. That takes being at home. That takes turning inwardly to look at our own stuff. To see what we're passing along to the next generation because we don't just pass along our genetics we don't just pass along our blue eyes and our, our brown hair and our predisposition to alcoholism or our predisposition to substance abuse or an addictive personality we don't pass along our cancer gene or our our diabetic gene, we don't pass along our mental illness. We pass along our trauma, our unresolved trauma, the places that we were too afraid to look within ourselves that we projected outwardly onto our children. So my control freak, when she's standing there not doing the dishes and taking, regaining control, by not looking after the physical environment and allowing it to decay and allowing it to just slip away. She was avoiding triggering into wounding that made that made me project at my daughter, at the ones that I love, at my husband. That turned me into that mother who emotionally offloads through her daughter, because it's not about the socks that are on the floor, it's not about the dirty dishes that are there, it's about everything that came before it and the collumative compoundment of years of feeling alone, unsupported and unappreciated, of parenting, of doing it alone, of parenting myself for so long. That's the compoundment that is then projected, that is triggered, that is then emotionally offloaded onto a child that stands there because mummy's yelling at her about how messy her room is. And then it turns into a spiral of, you never appreciate anything. Look at how messy they, these things are. We buy you nice things. Look at what we, what we work for to be able to provide to you and you don't appreciate it. Because I'm feeling wounded and, re- and not appreciated. So I feel uncomfortable within my emotions, so my ego gets involved and I project it out. That wasn't an alignment, so my control freak, that part of my ego steps in and takes control. And reframes it within my amazing, magical human brain to let the physical drop away. And so as I stand here walking through my lounge room, as I stand here looking through my home, I'm at the layer where I've removed all of the waste. I've removed the clutter that created emotional connection. Because to bring my family closer, I had to limit the physical space that they can move within. I had to clutter the floor to bring, the, bring us closer so that we moved within a very small space so that intimacy was returned, that loneliness dissipated and connection returned. But the layer that I'm at Is that we're preparing to sell our house. We're preparing to actually let go. We're in the letting go stage. And as I move furniture around and take furniture out of rooms. And start to reduce the amount of imprint that is in each room. As I take out the the toy box. And pick up the toys off the floor. As I take the stickers off the wall. As I scrub the walls free of the permanent markers. As I take the overcrowded toys out of the lounge room. And put them back into the bedrooms. There's a sorrow that sits there. There's a sadness of... Removing the imprint of that this was our family home. Removing the footprint of the clutter that served us. That was filled with love to keep us safe. Because that's family. And what I see on my wall is a A3 frame surrounded by my family's photos. And in this house, we let it go because akuna Matata and the bare necessities will always be our guide to infinity and beyond. All you need is faith, trust, and a little, little bit of pixie dust. While we just keep swimming We whistle while we work, we believe in happy endings and we know that life is always better under the sea because in this house, we do Disney. We do growth. We let it go. We take that adventure into the wild and we create our own fairy tale. And so I thank you, house. I thank you, belongings. I thank you, possessions. I thank you, overcrowded toys. I thank every dirty dish that ever sat in this now clean kitchen. I thank the fingerprints that are on the walls. I thank the dirt and crumbs that are on the floor, the dirty dishes, the dirty, the dirty laundry that was piled, that is now clean. I thank the cobwebs. I thank the dust. I thank the dirt. I thank the overgrown grass. Because this was home. And these four walls, is where we learnt to love, is where we learnt to accept one another's love, is where I found my soul, is where I found that I belong and I don't belong to a home but to myself and that I can go anywhere in this world and always have a home and that my babies will always have a home with me because we're family we're family but more than that we're soul family and I give them the freedom to fly to become their own people to hold them in that space of sacred growth so that they can take their own Disney movie, they can take their own fairy tale. That I, as much as I can, don't project my wounding onto the next generation. But if I do, and guaranteed I will, They have witnessed what healing and growth looks like. That is within their subconscious. That is information that they can now access and pass on. They have seen what awareness and healing and being a functional human being looks like. given I'm not functional 100% of the time. But there's a contrast. There's a contrast of what it looks like from dysfunction to function. There's a contrast of what depression and happiness looks like, what pain and suffering looks like to expressed emotion and feeling and releasing to let in. And so while it creates sadness that I'm removing the imprint of my family from this home while we're still living here and that we're creating it a beautiful, to be a beautiful home for someone else, that just evolves into being part of our story. And we continue to whistle while we work. We keep swimming because we believe in happy endings and we know that life is always better under the sea. Because uh, bare necessities, the simple bare necessities, forget about your worries and your strife. I need the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities, made from mother's recipe, <laughs> mother nature's recipe. Forget about your worries and your strength. Yeah, man. And that's what it's all about the bare necessities made from Mother's Nature's recipe.